Hey guys, it is Jordan. Before we get to the show, I wanted to invite you to our second Speak Truth Without Fear community event. We just had our first one and our second one is going to be September 29th at 7 p.m. It's going to be great. To register for free, all you got to do is go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com slash community meeting or you can just click on the link in our description. But let's get to it. We got Ross DeBoss and myself. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What is going on, everybody? It's your host, Jordan Sarmo. We're with Ross DeBoss. Yo, yo, yo. We are back with another episode and, uh, man, plenty to talk about. Uh, but before we get into it, uh, obviously, don't forget, speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Put in your email. That way, when Instagram deplatforms us someday, you can still be friends with me and Ross DeBoss. Right, Ross? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, lots, lots to go. Lots happening. Number first thing, um, and we got plenty to talk about for the agenda today. I definitely want to talk about the mandates that crossed, that happened last Thursday. It happened the day that we had the last podcast, and but now that it's kind of played out, we're kind of seeing what's happening with the red states and how people are reacting. We know a lot more details. We want to get into that. Um, I would love to chat about today's a big day. When people are listening to this starting tomorrow, we will know the results of the election of California, the governor, Gavin Newsom versus Larry Elder. And uh, that is very interesting what's going on. You, be- you think they stole it already? Yeah, or? I, I think they stole it. Wow. 100%. See, I what think- do you think? I mean, yeah, I wonder what the – whoever's in control of all the machines and everything, I wonder what, uh, I wonder what technology they used. To do it. It's called, you have, I mean, it's, I don't think it's technology. You just have reports all over Fox, a local Fox reported it. And I'll read this right here. My wife and I, this was reported to Fox 11 News in uh, Woodland Hills. Yeah, Woodland Hills, right outside LA County. My wife and I just went to vote at 6543 Corbin Avenue in Woodland Hills, California, Our names showed up that someone had already voted for us. On top of that, they said that 70% of the voters who showed up have experienced the same exact thing. Supervisor Vincent McCormick said that he has already reported the issue and that there are many other locations experiencing the same problem. This is outrageous, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I'm not shocked. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I'm not shocked that this is happening, but I do believe that this is the, um, like what happened with Trump in, tw- in 2020 was like the shock of awareness. It's like over the last couple of years, people are watching an Instagram video and like, oh, I never thought about that. Or they become, they become aware of the election fraud. Like we all knew like there was probably election fraud maybe, but we didn't really, couldn't pinpoint it. Trump was like, boom, now like everyone's like, hold on to now to the point where over 50% of the nation polling wise believe that 
uh, voting fraud, voter fraud is a real thing in all of our elections, local and federal. So with that being said, now all eyes are open. So you have Project Veritas that has people on the inside scoop on this California election. You have lo- you have Republicans and you have I mean, it, there's there's eyes everywhere. So do I believe this election gets stolen in California? Yes. I hope I'm wrong because I got a phone call yesterday. Yeah, exactly. If you don't believe, remember this, this so everybody who's wondering if you're watching the thing right now, I just Texas. pulled up the picture of the Texas woman who was arrested on election fraud charges. She was. So if you're wondering if there's any election fraud that can be verified already, yes, Project Veritas caught this. Project Veritas caught this woman doing it, and videoed and everything of her saying, you know, of which there's massive indications that it's being that. What was caught on camera was happening in multiple places is what I'm trying to Bro, say. Bro, Ross, if it's happening, do you know what state was that in? Texas. If it's happening in <laughs> Texas. Texas, it is happening in California and New York. Yeah. Um, Anthony called me in form with Anthony. He came on our Instagram live last night, which was so cool. It was like we had like a live reporter on the ground at the Newsom rally that Biden was speaking at. And he on On live, he goes, Jordan, I'm convinced California is a red state with blue pockets. A red state with blue pockets, which was such – he goes, the line to get in this rally is tiny. And there is thousands upon thousands of not just Republicans and Trump supporters. There are Democrats here that voted for Biden, but they hate Newsom. And there was a lot of people that showed up and he was interviewing them that said, we regret our vote. We regret voting for Joe Biden. We regret voting for Gavin Newsom. So there is there. We're seeing what the results of what this pandemic has done, the lockdowns, these socialist and communist policies that are happening all over the nation. The issue is that people have not had a voice and they've been controlled by these dictators. But what's starting to happen now is there's the, the I think the next process is civil unrest. I think Gavin Newsom steals this election. I'm praying to God I'm wrong. I really do. Because he's hated. He's hated by his own party. Yeah, you could tell it's getting at him, too, because you, you saw that one little video interview he was doing. And he just starts kind of like, you know, it's almost like he's got his collar all loose. And he's just like, I know you guys are getting ridiculous. You know, yeah. and he's just like, he's starting to just like shoot from the hip. It's like, dude, you know that nobody likes what you're doing. Yep. You know, and it's, you know, hopefully, hopefully people wake up. Yeah. No, we, we need people to wake up. So we got Gavin Newsom. Yeah, that's what's going on with the Newsom-ness. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a big day. Um, then we had this past Friday, man. I mean, what was your, now that you've had a couple days to sit in, with the Biden six-step plan, I mean, I had I had two friends call me today. I've had five friends. Two new one, two more called me today. That said, we just had our staff meeting. I work for orthodontist, uh, you know, orthodontist, work in the dental, and I'm going to lose my job two weeks from now. Because the the dentist the dentists because they work in 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 uh, mouths they have to go by the CDC guidelines and based off the CDC guidelines even in Florida because this person lives in Florida they have to be have the jab by next week there are 33 empl- this is interesting 33 employees at this orthodontist 
Guess how many are vaccinated? How many? Three. So, so I, my response right away, I said, okay, one, you do not quit. You don't quit. If you are being, if you are in a, a workplace, if I'm working somewhere and I get this letter or a staff meeting comes in because of this new mandate, guys, not complying isn't just like letting go. You have to raise hell. We have yeah, to. You have, you have to do the, what I've read legally is that you want to do the have as many documented attempts for them to fix the problem where you've clearly expressed your religious objection to it yep. very clearly, articulately record everything and still make them terminate you, make them fire you after you've protested under duress that you don't want to violate your religious conscience so that we can walk this thing back. You know, something I tweeted the other day though, um, you know, when all this stuff lands, if conservatives win and we can actually, you know, get actual ramifications for all these people, it'll probably be one of the largest wealth transfer transfers in history if we can, you know, get litigation for all these people that have done these things. But one thing I've noticed in Jordan that's a little bit alarming is that the only reason that you don't care about your party's or your president's image that is going that is nose diving so fast it's so absolutely horrid the only reason you don't care about the image is because you as a party and as whoever's running this thing doesn't expect to need the public's approval at some point later wow that's that you tweeted that, that? i tweeted that because it just made sense to me after watching it i was like the only reason that you are willing to let your entire image this quickly be so terribly destroyed as if you don't plan on needing that public image. And what do you need public image for? Approval. So Literally. you don't expect to need the public's approval at some point soon. That means, you're, that means you already know that the cards are in your hands for what's going to happen over the next X amount of time. Wow. Dude, you know, so as much as I am hopeful that there's going to be some kind of a... You know, and here's the thing, Jordan. These people don't have to actually... <clears throat> if you're looking at this like a person who's just thinking Dems versus Republicans. Like if you're a globalist network that is attempting to do things and America has got in the way of it, you don't care whether or not you can survive or America can survive after you do all of the things that are being done right now that seem to be not good for the long run. You don't care. You don't even care if it causes potential civil unrest or civil war. You don't care at all. Why? Well, because the worse it is here, the better it is everywhere else for them to do what they've been wanting to do and not have the weird heart of America that are the ones who would want to morally police the globe the right way, to not allow for Taiwan to be absorbed by China, to not allow for the Russian advances that they want, to not allow for the Taliban to be able to hurt and, and throw and throw gays off buildings and, and you know all the different little things. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, the, even though America's military and their strength has been used in the past, yes, to do unjustified enrichment of political corrupt people that enriched their families with, with mm -hmm. you know, deals with taxpayer money funding, you know, massive contracts for Dick Cheney and all these other people. Yes, America has been evil in the past as far as its function, but its heart didn't know that all the corrupt stuff was going on the whole time. And the heart of America still believes in the value of America. And we're hoping that those types of representatives can eventually get in. And it's going to take a massive bring down of everything in order for that to actually happen. But if you are somebody who's trying to just destroy America because of that heart, 
you don't care what happens here. All you need is for it to be bad. So you're like, we're going to release the Wildcats next. Yeah, next we're going to pay people. We're going to pay literal felons not to shoot each other. Right. You know, and then what are we going to do? Oh, you know, we're going to blame it all on climate change and then fund billions and billions of dollars into some other country's money, which goes into invisible world yeah. right after we give it to them for climate change. And, you know, so like they're trying all of these things, Jordan, and I'm just looking at this from a bird's eye perspective and I'm going, you clearly are showing signs that you don't think you're going to need the public's approval after something that's going to happen or, or already. And then the other thing is if you're the globalist powers that are enforcing all of this and instituting the terrible things that you know will bring down a nation through your puppet Biden and the other puppets that you've got elected, including some Republicans, then then you don't then it doesn't then that makes total sense. That, like the, what's happening right now is a separate country, a separate group of other countries is controlling who's in the White House and passing terrible things to bring down America. Yeah. And it's not even so that the Democrats can regain control or anything. You can tell they're not even trying at this point to like paint the turd in some way. Like we haven't heard a word about the Democrat Party in some time now. Remember, all of them were kneeling with African scarfs on. You know, no less than no less than a year ago. So it's not like they weren't supposed to be in the public image anymore. The Democrat Party has a public image, but it's like they aren't even talking about it anymore because you can watch them not have masks on and then two seconds later start a video and they're all like, Oh God, you know, and this just happened on September eleventh, you know, you saw mm -hmm. all that nonsense. So anyway. I'm, what I'm just starting to realize is that it's scary because they don't care about their public image. Why don't they care about their public image? They already have too much control, perhaps. Yep. No. So that's, I'm like, that's exactly what that's exactly what it is. They have too much control. They and already got contr it. And I, but I think the They're domino. They're gonna lose control. They are, and that's the, people like. And Topher said the same thing. I hate the term "waking up" because it's so cliche. People are. Be, I will say people are be, have become so aware. Over the last two years, COVID just as much damage as it has done, it has woken so many people up to one, how fast and easy a corrupt government through emergency powers can literally take control of a country and literally shut down your business. The federal government has never supposed to have this amount of control and power. And we've been sleeping at the wheel. You have conservatives over the last, you know, two, three, four decades. Their priorities have always been work, business, family. We've been focusing our, our, our moral responsibility to give back to the country is on the individual where people on the left, it's based their morals. They, they have no <laughs> majority of them aren't concerned with their own family or their friends or their businesses and careers. They're focused on the moral goodness of the society and which which is why if you think of an activist, I'm a social justice activist or an activist, the, mo the first thing you think of is a person on the left because they find their identity in, in the activists or the moral good of the society, which is what comes through race and gender and all the other BS crap that we've heard. That is why conservatives have been focused on their businesses and their families and we've slept at the wheel and you have all of these activists that have taken over our school boards, our unions, our uh, education system, our big tech. I mean, they've taken over every part of the industry. And, and what's scary is, is they're indoctrinated, but not experienced. You know, there's two different yes. things like, Come on. like when you're planning a war, 
you have generals and then you've got like officers that are actually like experienced in battle. You know, it's the same thing with surgeons and head nurses and stuff. Like even surgeons will be like, no, if the head nurse says something, you better freaking listen because she's been doing this for a long time. She's on the ground. You know, she gets it. You know, it's the same thing in battle when you've got people that came from West Point, you know, or whatever. Oh dear. You know, it's like that guy's got the spiffy shoes and he's got all the credentials. But when you're going into battle, you trust the guy who you've been listening to who was started out as a platoon sergeant or whatever the heck i don't even know how it works but like you trust those people it's the difference between experience and knowledge and what's happened is is in america the 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 colleges quit even talking about yep. the stuff that normal people go through and how to become successful and all that and they've completely gone down this different rabbit trail of being indoctrinated and believing in like goodness and stuff like that. And like, how do we implement our version of morality onto a nation? And none of it has to do with real world experiences of what do you do when the person who doesn't agree with your ideology tries to kill you? Fascist. Nazi. They're like, you know, like what, what, what would, what would you do if we dropped you into a, dropped a group of a hundred of you that all believe what you believe into a different country that doesn't have, the safety net of American society that has basically said, it's not okay to murder people who believe different things than you. It's not okay to shut down speech you disagree with. You're not allowed to throw gays off of buildings. You're not allowed to starve people until they submit. Like the rest of the world works in a particular way. And the American understanding for the last 150 years is uh, includes that in the way that we exist in society. And we go, well, luckily in America, you know, people aren't going to tell you that, but you don't get to just tell somebody to shut up because they said they don't like gay people or something like that. They have a right to say that thing, right. right? They have a right to do this. And here's why, because the globe looks like this and they know nothing about what the real global powers or problems are no. or real problems in society. So all these college educated people are just really indoctrinated. And you can tell that with that chart where it talks about the vaccinated amount, it's like <clears throat> you've got the people who didn't go to college at all are really unvaccinated. And then whoever started to get indoctrinated a little bit, you know, is less. And then you have the PhDs, the guys that were smart enough to go, I have to go to college to accomplish a thing, but I already know what I actually think before. I, the strong thinkers on the other side are still going, no, I'm not getting the vaccine. Why is that? Because it's an indoctrination curve. You know what I'm saying? But the really smart people who weren't going to be indoctrinated still believe the same thing. You know, and this is all just subjective, uh, you know, observance of something, in my opinion. But well, no, either it's, way, it's it not, seems it's like it's not even observance. No, there is. I, I watched that poll where the smartest people, there was like 65 or 70 percent. The pe- people that graduated with a Ph.D., 70, almost 70 percent of them are not getting the vaccine. There's a, there's a question. And again, that's beside the point. But you're right. There, there is this indoctrination. There, you see this. Um, yeah, it's consi- no longer applicable to how anything revolving, revolving successful culture and societies and lifestyles, wh- like the fundamental pillars of what those things need historically to survive. The left Marxist bullshit that's coming out of college is not training anybody on that. They're literally no, training them dude, in a different language. The average language. person that graduates from college doesn't even know what the Federalist Papers are. Let I mean, let alone the Constitution. And so you have you have these you have these college students that have been taught and brainwashed to hate this country, um, and they feel like they've never owned their own business. They are forty thousand dollars in debt. 
They don't know how to make money. They have no skills because academics have been dumbed down to universities and all they focus on social justice issues. And you have all of these young adults or even ones that don't go to college and they think that they have the, the authority, the moral authority, let alone the wisdom and education to, te- to tell us how to run an entire damn country when majority of them are living in their mom's basement because they can't pay for their own rent. Right, because rent's so bad in those cities. Right, well, that, and that too. <laughs> so, so, I mean, and, and what it's you said- It's happening in Virginia right now. It's so expensive. Keep what, going, I'm listening. It, what you said earlier, you said, but you understand that when you said that, you know, what we've done overseas, there's bad things that we, that we as a country have done, which is yeah, so true. But at the heart- Syria, um, Libya. Yes, but at the heart, America- is the best nation ever. And the reason why is because at the heart of this nation is something that is called the Constitution. And when people come back to that document and we come back to what our forefathers and Washington and Adams and and um, I'm brain farting right now, but all, all of the ones that signed the Declaration, Declaration of Independence that helped form the Federalist Papers and wrote the essays, all of these, all of those men when they they created this document for the for the type of government that is in Washington D.C. right now and over the last three decades, going back to Clinton, who knows if it was even Reagan? I mean, Clinton, Bush, Obama. What we've seen in my lifetime, the documents that were created with the Federalist Papers and the Constitution, is the purpose. It is our safe our safeguard to go back to this and say, this is America. And that's why Topher said on our podcast last week, America needs to get back to its roots. It's the only way that you guys will overcome this tyranny. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you're looking at the, uh, <clears throat> everybody who's listening, and everybody who's been watching, you've seen what me and him are talking about about how, you know, everybody tries to say the left and the right are just the same size or the same uh, paddle of both sides rowing the canoe towards something that none of the people actually want. And that's true. You know, Bush got us into a lot of this stuff, but his dad got us into a lot of stuff. Like, um, you know, the reason everybody liked Trump is because Trump was the one that wasn't like, he was like not the not the Republican type that Mitt Romney and Bush are like now that you can click now, if you just take what everybody's positions seem to be the, the Bushes and the Romneys and all of them seem to be doing what they wanted to do along the Cheney's Liz Cheney, all of them. And that is admitting that they hate conservative values basically and siding with War. the part of the, the part of the group that wants to destroy the country. And it's like, Oh, and so, yeah, it's like, you don't you realize now when you see that, that their, their interests were aligned with that 30 years ago? When you have, and, when you have George yeah. W. Bush coming out at 9-11 and saying that the biggest threat in the United States is not ex, um, external terrorism, but it is domestic terrorism. When you're telling me that what those men on 9-11 did to bring down those two towers kill over 3,000 people, let alone bring our entire nation into a new level of control, fear, um, our freedoms were stripped away. And then you're going to tell me that the one person that did die on January 6th was actually a conservative Trump supporter military vet. And everything that is being exposed right now 
January 6th might not have been enough. <laughs> because what is happening right now is we are losing our country. And I think Cal the, the election of, of California right now is going to be a very interesting thing to play in. AOC dude, I is, hope I hope Larry Elder walks away with it, bro. That I would be too. such a change. I, dude, it would be. But doesn't he have to win the election again in like no time? When true. is the governor's election? Um, I think it's not till next year. Yeah. But yes, he would. But it would give a Republican a chance to say, "Hey, look at this. Our our state can move on. We can have a better economy. We're going to fix the water shortage. We're going to open up. You can open up your businesses again. The mandates are done." You can still wear a mask if you want to, and you're still safe. You should still get vaccinated if you want to. If that makes you feel better, but you're not going to be forced to. And imagine, like, I feel like I, the way I just say it is feel like you're coming out of this, this water that you've been drowning in for the last 20 minutes, and you're about to die, and you can finally take a, a, a breath of fresh air. They're going to feel that. And there's a reason why. There is a reason why majority of Newsom's own party does not want his policies, and it's because... He is driving that economy into the ground. Their gas is $5. The food is absolutely insane. Everything is stupid except expensive. The most taxed state in the country. And they have the crappiest roads, the crappiest houses, the crappiest government. It's, I mean, it is what it is. Now, AOC is a politician in the White House that I would kind of compare to what we just kind of had a conversation about. Doesn't know what they're doing. I feel like they're taking big... You have this 20-year-old person. They think they know how they, they should run the country. <clears throat> I just found out that they recruited her, by the way. Did you know yeah. this story about AOC? She got yes, recruited. Dude. Yeah, she, yeah, kids at, kids at a... Not kids, people that have studied elections were at a bar. And they were like, we want to get somebody elected. And we know the algorithms that we need to put into play to make that person get elected. Let's pick a pawn. And then their bartender... Well, there was an application process, and her brother applied for her. There was hundreds of applications, and she was the winner of this whatever. And now you have this, darling, last night. <laughs> I mean, where's did you see this picture, Ross? Yeah, dude. Tax the rich. Where's a dress that says tax the rich when she's at an event Literally, if you're watching on Rumble right now, you can see this uh, AOC at this event. $30,000 per ticket. Her dress was over 1000 bucks. You're, let's say you're hanging out with a bunch of rich people. <laughs> you're hanging out with all of the elites. And then you go to this party and you're literally mocking and telling the people that you're literally hanging out with, hey, I'm going to come and take your money. Do you think... Nah, they all have uh, Chinese investment, investment accounts. Do you think that people actually <laughs> believe her? No, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, of course they do. Of course they do, Jordan. People are stupid. Of course they believe her. What's annoying about that is if you look at the global... 1% of income earners, $34,000 annually is what it takes. 34 U.S. American dollars or a comparison of the $34,000 of American dollars, whatever, 
uh, is what it takes to be in the top 1% of in- income earners in the entire globe. And so for her to get into that venue, she paid <laughs> what a person who's in the top 1% of the globe Literally. makes in the course of a year, right? Which is insane. And uh, yeah, so she's in the top 1% globally. And then she's saying tax the rich. It's like, sis, you are the rich. You are the rich. Like, and, but that's, that is the mirage of the thing. That, that's the Hunger Games-ish thing about it. You yeah. are at, and then like, all the photographers are masked along the sides of the building, but everybody else is unmasked. You look in the back of these photos and all the servants, all the workers, all the butlers, all the people that are working... And that was the biggest takeaway, and I love that you just brought that up to me. And I, I, I uh, did an Instagram live about this this morning because I was so, like, I, I just had this moment. I'm looking at all these outfits at this event, and it's just all the rich people that you can think of, all the celebrities, all the elites, politicians. They're wearing the weirdest dresses, like seriously. And I know that Hunger Games is such an easy thing to bring, like, compare it to. Literally, I thought these, this was from the Hunger Games. The dresses were absolutely insane, and then. You have the workers and they're all masked up. The butlers, the people that are serving the drinks, the photographers, but all of the celebrities and the elites are not wearing a mask. And good for them. They shouldn't. I agree that they shouldn't. But what is this doing psychologically? What this is doing is that this is telling the world, even on a a psychological perspective, as we see these pictures, we see these images, the poor people, they abide by a different group of rules than the rich people do. AOC's without her mask. All the celebrities are taking group pictures, no mask. But the people right behind them, with the, and there's, they're all, they have to wear a mask. What they are doing is they are teaching, they are teaching us to fear something that they don't fear. And the reason why is because if we stay in that place of fear, they can continue to keep the control. I'm gonna say that again. They're teaching us to fear something that they do not Fear. Yep. And when you see, like you said, you brought up 9-11. You had Joe Biden. We all saw the video when Joe, you know, they're all Joe Biden, Obama. They all have the mask on the entire time. They're outside, dear God. They're outside. They're all wearing masks. In front of the camera. In front of the camera. The moment they come off camera, they take it down. A perfect example. Every single one of them takes it down. And they're all chatting within two feet of each other's faces. Did it's like, you, this is a joke. I, and I have a video. I'm going to actually show that right now. Joe, did you see the video when Joe Biden was walking? You know, Obama walks, Clinton walks. People are starting to boo them. Biden sees a kid. <laughs> he like runs over to the kid. They start booing him. But the moment as he walks up to the kid, he pulls his mask down. And he's like, oh, hey. And he's getting up in their face. They're talking. And I'm like, hold on. The whole point of having the mask is when you're actually close to someone. This entire thing is a movie set. And the fact that we take it serious and continue to comply is what's giving them the gasoline to continue this stupid conversation in this damn vehicle. We have to stop. When you hear information from your job, hey, we're going to mandate this. No, find what you start doing. One, you make sure, like, like Ross said, you find out your religious exemption. You find out your rights. You do everything possible to Smart. let them know. To let them know. Smart and calculated, yes. not quick and angry. Exactly. The moment that you've been smart, you've been calculated, you still feel like they're still going to fire you. What you do is you start finding out. This is what I would do. I would start finding out who in my workplace is not 
with this and they're not going to comply and you get a group this is why class action lawsuits always work and they, they're they're better they're stronger and more powerful together if you if i'm working in that dentist office and in, in that um, orthodontist uh business and i know that 30 of the 33 are not vaccinated they're down not, they're not down for this i am going to go rally up all 30 of them and say hey we have to move together we have to, so when we speak, we have to speak together. Hey, you're going to lose 95% of your staff if you comply with this communist BS. That is how you let, when, and when I, I'll always say like, let them feel your pain. Don't let, that's not in a physical sense. What this means is they need to feel the pain <laughs> right, of the sting. Their, uh, the sting of the business. I always say that you, like, that is how you organize. Now, a perfect example, Ross was just talking about. I mean, watch this. This is at 9-11, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Chuck Schumer, the senator from Georgia, Warnock. Look at that. This is, they were just on TV, all wearing masks. None of them are social distanced, but their masks off. And Nancy has her mask down here, but she's not on TV. Why? Yeah, under her chin. <laughs> Yeah, no, I do. I mean, a hundred percent. That's you know. So I talked at the school board last night, and all I said was, "Guys, if me and you were having coffee right now, and both of our kids were playing on the floor over there, and you saw one of them was still wearing their mask or like touched it and was trying to talk but couldn't get it off, you would lean down and go, just take it off. You're fine,' mm. and you and you wouldn't care. Yeah. But because of this weird expectation that has been placed on us that's called you know cultural shame and all these other little things that are you know playing a role in this you've got really useful idiots that are yep. enforcing all of these things and are failing to see that the people that have called them to enforce it are not doing it themselves and it's like it's almost like you have a teacher's pet who's so loyal to the teacher and the teacher is drunk yep at the at the helm and is like ripping papers in half and they're just like she said that we have to stay in our seats so everybody stay in your seats and like everybody's trying to be like nah dog like <laughs> i don't think you get it she's drunk off her ass off her butt i'm sorry uh, off her butt and she's ruining the entire process here you know and so uh, uh and so anyway no, uh, just just sorry for cussing but i just i this my ideology biblically is that you know jesus said uh you know ephesians 4 29 don't let anything that's you know unwholesome come out of your mouth or whatever but then when you look at paul and he talks about dung and he uses a, a really really big yeah. cuss word in his day yeah it, it and then and then thinking that the biblical liter literature about cuss words is actually meant to differentiate between dung poop crap <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's one that starts with an s that you're, you're not right. allowed to say I know. just makes no rational sense biblically <laughs> to me that like jesus did not Jesus did not explicitly condemn English cuss words because they were an alternative to the word but or alterna alternatives to the word dang or yeah. alternatives to the word heck. Like it doesn't make any rational it's, sense. And it's just, a we can go through the exegesis and I can explain why. That's why I cuss, by the way. It's because biblically, when I studied the Hebrew and the Greek and the Aramaic, I came to a conclusion that was cussing is actually not that big of a deal. But if I say you idiot, it right. is a big deal, right? So anyway, that's that's... That, that's why I cuss for anybody who's a Christian and who's wondering, and so that way you don't get upset and give well, we got, us, you know, we got like a, a bad, we got a one a, a bad star review. Me and Ross, <laughs> I knew you were gonna. <laughs> what that rant was, 
we got a one-star review because we had a couple. They said you guys are Christians and you curse, <laughs> so that's what that was. And I, yeah, it is I get a, it. I get it. It's just not, and it's not an actual biblical precept right. to not cuss in order to be a Christian. And in fact, that's just a Western understanding of what the word of what like do not curse means and all that in like the, they, they they don't understand the hebrew and the greek yet so they yeah. think that you're not allowed to say ass yep. because that's not because jesus was literally talking about the seven english cuss words <laughs> that are it's alternatives a- for other words which make no sense because paul cussed in his language but either way anyway sorry everybody if you don't like cuss words i'm just i'm still working through how to not to cuss on these things <laughs> i love it um that's honesty right there that's vulnerability i love it um all that to say they're liars. That's all. That's all. <laughs> that, all that's to say is that these jokers at the top are liars, yeah. and they have little useful uh, idiots. Is the word, and I'm not saying they're idiots. I'm, that's a historical way of saying it. Useful idiots. It's a. It's a phrase that comes from other times when there's been useful idiots uh, that the regime uses to control the population because they simply don't have the numbers. Which is yeah. what we're seeing now is that there's a bunch of mask police that are running, like doing these things in school boards, and none of it makes rational sense. And it's like it, the same thing. When your boss tells you that papers all got to be done by whatever, whatever, and it's like, you know that that's not even possible because of three things that you've learned about over the 10 years working somewhere. And you're like, no, he's, it's got to be done by noon the next day. He's, he's just, he's, he's saying that, but he doesn't know how it actually works. Like that's pretty much what we're all saying to do now. The masks don't actually work like everybody's saying that they do. So you can stop acting like they do. And we should go back to normal because the suffering is significantly increased. Uh, because of the COVID mandates than it is because of actual COVID. So booyah. No, it's, it is completely true. And that was such a, I, I know it was like, like the longest rant ever. No, but it's, it's good. And I mean, this is why, again, like we need people to take their awareness and turn it into action. And that's what I love that Ross is doing. Like he just used an example because he just spoke at the school board. Um, I was just listening to a business podcast and and this, the guy who's talking about, he's talking about lead generation and like all this digital marketing stuff. And he was, he is uh, in his business. He um, does merchant, like merchant credit card sales and stuff. And 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 uh, he was working with a lot of people that they defaulted on their debt. And he was trying to figure out how to help them out. And he had so many customers like this. And he was a very, he's already a wealthy guy, so he didn't need his credit. On this podcast, he goes. So what I did was, he goes. There's no. There is nothing like knowing like your tar- target audience. Other, you can't. Um, what's the word he said? Like you can't know any. The best way to find out about your target audience or who you want to um, replicate or learn about, the best way to do is become them. And so what he did was he defaulted on his debt on purpose, so that he could experience all the pain and the agony, the stress, the phone calls. And he goes. So he goes. So it. Um, he defaults on his debt, and then what he does, he goes, I, all my branding and all my marketing following after this, I learned about this process. Number one, the telemarketers would call me starting at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's only something that my target audience would know unless you've gone through this process of defaulted debt. And so he has this experience. So in his branding and his marketing, that's like a lot of the wordage that he would use, the 6 a.m. phone calls and all that stuff, and it, it was relevant to so many people. The point of bringing this entire rant up is you only 
can know what to really encourage people to do if you actually take the steps to take action. Ross is going to the school board. He is going to understand the dynamics as he goes there, the, the people who are in charge, how you get to them, their assistance, all, the all intertwining of getting into local politics. The only way that you can actually t- encourage someone and tell someone to actually do it is if you're actually doing it. And that's why, man, I'm so mad and frustrated at myself because when I was at my last precinct committee meeting, I did not pull my phone out and record because it was a civil war in there. The topic was on election integrity. The GOP representative came out and gave a whole 20-point plan of how they're going to combat election integrity in the 2024 election. And it was a bunch of softball BS, complete horse crap. I mean, and one dude stands up and he's like, you think, I mean, it was, I'm so mad. I was thinking about it on my way here. I was so mad I did not start recording because one, one guy stands up and goes, you think we're going to believe this horse? I mean, he actually said the S word, this horse crap. You think we're going to listen? You're going to come over here and talk to us about, about poll workers? Are you using the same damn machines? Are you using the, I mean, starts screaming. And then another person stands up. He goes, we're not taking this GOP mess. We like, I mean, anger, anger. Like we are facing, we are feeling that these people are realizing that we are moments away, years away of our losing our country to communism. 100%. And the people that are also pushing this through to make it happen are the rhinos on our side. And that's yeah. why it's so, it is so, um, you ha- we all have to get involved in a local level. And what you've seen too over the last two years has been this transition uh, behind the scenes that's reported on, you know, so you get a little nugget of it, but you don't really know, but it's hidden. And that is what qualifies to the federal government as a terror threat or a domestic violent extremist. And what's happening is it's basically anybody that would be mad about what the, what the administration was planning on doing has preemptively been labeled a domestic violent extremist. And I just want to explain this one more time. If you are a person who takes steps to violently resist what you believe to be governmental overreach that is over that is overreaching what the constitution gave them authority to do that sentence alone understand me that sentence alone if you are a person who has taken or takes overt steps to violently resist which probably means purchase guns or anything that could cause violence if you believe that the government is overstepping its constitutional authority in attempting to set up a totalitarian regime. That is the exact language that is used in the March 2021 domestic violent extremist explanation. That qualifies for anybody that purchased a gun for the purpose uh, proposed in the Second Amendment. So what they've done is they've pushed everybody who's arguing with mandates, with masks, with vaccines, with any of that type of stuff, who argues against the election, uh, and, and then and then who takes steps to violently resist, that entire category of people has been put into the terrorist category, which means that pretty soon you're going to have, and now anybody who's in that category of any of those things are losing their jobs, right? Because that's the unvaccinated people. So you've got a you've got a clear divide that seems like it's being made. And then I guarantee you there is a certain amount of time before one side attacks the other. Yep. And, and if we don't stop this, it's going to happen. 
And no matter what happens, all the other countries outside of the United States, besides the hungry and poor ones, there any of the rich countries like China, Russia, whatever, uh, any of those countries are going to be dancing over the ashes because they can do whatever they wanted to do. So it does, so that's why we have to be slick with what we're doing, not just outraged. We have to be slick so we don't burn everything down in the process because if America loses its number one spot because of all this internal turmoil, then I don't know what the next 20 years looks like after that. That's good, Ross. It's a, it's so anyway, just the, I got a lot of perspective on this, I feel like, right now. you know, And I'm like, this is clearly, you know, it's genius what they're doing. It's genius, it but we just have to have Americans stand up and go, no more. And we have to be one voice, and we need a leader. We yep. need a leader, Jordan, do. to do it. We need a leader. And but, I don't know if it's Trump who can do it because he's so, uh, you know, he's the media has done such a good job at 30% brainwashing everybody that was in the middle to kind of preemptively knee-jerk say that they hate Trump. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he could ever be the one to be like, they are actually doing something and we all need to stand up now. You know, yeah. well, I, don't, I just don't know, man. I think he is. I think he's the... He, he will be. Hey, I'll get behind it if he says something, yeah. you know. I'm not I mean, saying the, that I'll do anything DeSantis, illegal. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that stuff because we're wrapping up. You have to wrap up here in the next five minutes. Um, yeah, I got to run. But, but everything, everything that Ross just said, we got to do more. One thing that we're doing, just to give a quick little plug, we are, uh, we have been working at Speak Truth Without Fear, a platform that is going to be a community-based platform. Um, we're really excited about it. We've been working on it for about two months now. Um, and so if you want to get more information, we're going to be talking about it at our next community meeting in a couple of weeks, and you can get that information at speaktruthwithoutfear.com slash community meeting. And there's a link in the description as well if you want to get more information of how to register for that free event that me and the entire team will all be there. Uh, we're excited. Um, that Outside of that, we got to do our clown world, bro. We got right. to do our clown world so <laughs> we have president jo oh no we're in my <laughs> what a fail aoc took over of my clown world yeah it was the picture of it, it was, was aoc <laughs> which she earned it that's fair that is actual clown world material that is clown world material how do you go how do you go to a $35,000 a table party and then say tax the rich, you dummy. That That is a complete clown world, but... That is. This one's now, better. <laughs> this one is better. At six foot three, the president of the United States hanging out with his team, Trump children supporters. <laughs> Unbelievable. So for everyone wondering, it's the Joe Biden picture where all the Trump kids and he was too aloof and senile to realize they all had Trump gear on uh, the hat. Make America great again. The other hat Trump. Uh, the other the other kids got literally if you zoom into that picture, it's I got know, Trump. It's got Trump with shades on and it says, I'll be back right or whatever. <laughs> Hilarious, bro. And Biden's Dude, just posing with all these people to take a picture. I mean, could you imagine you are. You speak at one place, which I believe this was at uh, the fire department in New York, and then doesn't even realize that all of the children that he is taking pictures with are all wearing Trump gear, MAGA, and a shirt that says Trump with his sunglasses. I'll be back. Like, Hilarious, dude. You can't make it up. You can't make it up. Um, well, much love, dude. Good, good, uh... Great Good show. old doozy do. I gotta go make some food and 
Get ready for these other meetings. Yep. Um, we'll be back. Remember, speaktruthwithoutfear.com. We'll be back on Friday. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget, if you can, leave a review. Um, and if you're listening to this, make sure you hit subscribe so you get the alert every time a podcast comes out. We appreciate the support. We love you. We'll see you on Friday. Much love, everybody.